0: This is Daisenchu EX, the podcast, episode 40, for the week of August 27th, 2006. Well, hello there! Welcome to Daisenchu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, aptly titled Daisenchu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening. And hey... Maybe a little entertaining along the way here. I am Vegito EX. Perhaps you know me as Mike Labrie. It's the wrong way around, isn't it? I'm Mike Labrie. Perhaps you know me as Vegito EX.
1: That's okay. you got to keep people on their toes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Including Besides, myself. More
2: people probably know you as the latter than the former. I suppose Or the so. former than the latter. Whichever. Hey, there's, you know what two, I mean.
0: there's two people talking to me here. Perhaps yeah. you know them as Mary and Julian. Or just the voice in your head. Well, you're the voice in my ears right now. So I am in your head. Okay. That, that's true. Mary, how are you? I'm pretty good. Well, I can't I, complain. It's I, the end of the work week. I've, I've seen you, so I know how you're doing.
1: But. No, no. Maybe you really don't know how I'm doing. <laughs> On the other hand,
0: we have Julian, who's uh, freaking out.
2: Yeah, kind of. I got GRE tomorrow. Ah,
0: uh, to be a student again. Grr. Grr You gonna do all right? I hope so. I- I'll be there with you in spirit, in fighting spirit. I'm sure. When you need help with those math problems, you, you whip out that DS and load up Brain Age. Multiplication! Yay! Well, good luck to you, sir, tomorrow. Which is actually yesterday, if you're listening the day it comes out. But you know, you know how the whole podcast thing works. Ah, uh, yeah. Everyone, everyone doing all right though. Otherwise, a little bit good. hot
1: now that the air conditioning is off.
0: Well, that you know, you have to do that when you record. I a
1: know, I know. That's part of again. Them's the breaks.
0: Them's the breaks. Any exciting Dragon Ball stuff this week for anyone? I mean, I have something, but you know, I know me. you do, and I shan't step on your toes. All right. So, as I mentioned last week, the whole DBZ penis envy thing, Caster got the PC Engine game. I said, mm you can't have that without me having it. So I bought it too. And I got it this week. It came so fast. I was shocked. So I am now the proud owner of Idainaru Son Goku Densetsu for the PC Engine.
1: So we put this in my computer last night. It was pretty okay. surreal. <laughs> um, I didn't quite know what I was looking at other than severely lagging footage set to chala head It wasn't
0: your computer, it was the old HP. Oh, that's even worse.
1: <laughs> so it's playing on a dinosaur machine chugging along and then eventually you fought someone, I think. Yeah, I
0: was fighting TopiPai and I lost. But it was great nonetheless. I only played for a couple of minutes. Uh I I have a cool picture of me holding up the case. That's really all I have right now. But uh fun game. We're not here to talk about PC engine games though. But maybe we will in the future. We're here to talk about all sorts of current events and Past events and story items and releases and news and lists and lessons and all sorts of great stuff. So shall we get into the news? Let's get it on! So, the first bit of news this week. The official Japanese TV commercial for Sparking Neo has come out. And it features something that... Doesn't quite sound like the head chala that we're familiar with. In what way?
2: Have we compared it to the or mobile remix version that they it's, had? It's
0: definitely not that version. Okay. That version sounds uh, very similar to the actual original version of the song from 89. It, it, this one does not sound like uh, Hironobu Kakeyama to me.
2: That's interesting.
0: It, it is. Uh... We don't know what to make of this right now. I mean, this is just the TV commercial that's come out. It's not even really a commercial. It's more of a TV spot. It's real short. We'll certainly let you know as soon as we find anything else out. Here's my question for you guys. We didn't get any soundtracks for the Dragon Ball Z slash Budokai series until, you know, like the third game was coming out. Do you think we'll get a soundtrack to the Sparking games now that the second game is coming out and we'll have some extra songs and some extra music? There was nothing for the first game. Sparking had songs. Uh, well, all right, granted.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I was, <laughs> it was gonna had, to say, wasn't it just like regular series music plus one of the two thousand five remixes?
0: Uh, no. Super DBZ had the two thousand five headshot. Oh, that's right. Sparking that's had right. just the original. We got a power. Oh, the original. Yeah, okay. and then the background music was from the various TV series. Is, is, is. Okay, but I mean, I it's a Dragon Ball video game. They have to put something out.
1: No, they don't. I, I can see them so. not doing it, but I can see them wanting money. So maybe they will.
0: <laughs> so we don't know what's up with the song. We'll let you know when we find out. Keeping it going with Sparking stuff. This isn't so much news as it is me, you know, not paying attention to things. We were at Best Buy earlier today, and the domestic release of Sparking entitled Budokai Tenkaichi was nineteen ninety nine. It's cause, uh, I mean, yeah, the yeah. sequel's coming out. <laughs> but so if you haven't picked up that first one, I guess now's a good time.
2: You can party like it's cheap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and cheap it is. Yeah. Maybe they're speaking
1: on the quality of the game. <laughs> Maybe no one's buying it here. Well, it's been out for a while now. And super I, I don't even know when shelves. it came out.
0: It came out last year. Because Super DBZ is right next to it, and that's 40 I mean, that's relatively cheap for a new game. So, hey, if you haven't picked up that first one and you have an American PS2, go ahead and grab it, $20, and that's not even the Greatest Hits version. So there you go. That's really it for the news this week. Let's move on into a very fun topic we have for you.
2: A very special episode of... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this week... Here's what we're going to do. I don't think we've actually done it this specific before. We're going to have a very character-specific topic.
1: Yay, characters! Now,
0: we've done a little bit of a Trunks topic where we talked about the music as it related to him in the series.
1: That's an interesting take on him.
0: Right, exactly. And we've done a couple other little minor character analysis bits. This is going to be all out single character arc. Now, I guess we should describe what a character arc is because this is a little different than a story arc. It's kind of a story arc, but very distinctly related to a single character and their emotional, um, mental, physical, etc. growth throughout the series. And the character we're going to do is Gohan.
2: Well, Son Gohan is the son of Goku, who's named after Goku's adopted grandfather, also called Son Gohan. He starts out as a crybaby, but as time goes on, he becomes a big fighter and does stuff. <laughs> does That's stuff. a
1: very abridged version of <laughs> Gohan's life. I okay. applaud this. You know why he does stuff? Why? Because he's a pretty cool guy. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's a cool guy, especially his greets Saiyan.
0: with the glasses and whatnot. And we're going to hit up all of these parts. So let's just really analyze this character and go beginning to end with him. I think this is going to be really interesting because a lot of people talk about character growth in the series. They immediately go to Piccolo and Vegeta because those are villainous characters that go through this growth into... You know, friendly with all the heroes. Gohan's a hero to begin with, but he's that crybaby character, and he grows up into something that is, well, not. So let's start at the beginning, the Saiyajin arc, and really, with Raditz is when we're introduced to what this Gohan is. So he starts out; he's a little, he's four years old at the beginning of the series kind of waddling around. That first episode's almost
1: kind of painful, (laughs) seeing him cry so much. I know. Like, shut up! (laughs) I mean, you know, obviously he's going to grow up and be a big, strong, burly man, but wow, he just can't turn off the waterworks early (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) It's like a fountain. And then Raditz comes in. And, I mean, it's a real generic phrase, but his hidden powers... These are what we get a glimpse of here. So, Goku's lying on the ground. You know, he got his ass beat. Gohan's been smacked aside. Gohan's crying... And he just does that huge burst out, and his eyes are all angry and pissed. And it's like he's not there. It's like an out of body experience for him, almost. It's,
2: it's like the anger is what's talking. Right. It's and not, it's not going like anyone anymore.
1: taught him to be like this, especially not Chi. Well, okay, maybe Chi Chi. <laughs> but it's not well, like. Well, by example. <laughs> I learned it from you! <laughs> <laughs> mommy you're you're evil
2: but so yeah he does that out of nowhere and he does damage right and that's everyone is surprised
0: exactly i mean as far as we know this kid can't even walk properly <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's drunk half the time too well you know you get the movie one thing going on <laughs> so he, he launches this massive attack and he does massive damage to rabbits. This kid's got something there. And this is going to be something that's prevalent throughout the entire series. The whole bit of potential and hidden powers with Gohan. That's just
1: a staple of all shounen shows.
0: It is. And Mm -hmm. with Gohan, I mean, we're going to get to it with the later story arcs. I wonder if they really did what they could have done with it.
1: Ah, that'll be interesting to All discuss, because right. I got right. some thoughts.
0: Well, let's keep going with the Saiyajin arc. We get up to the Nappa Vegeta stuff. Gohan's been training with Piccolo, and he's quasi crybaby, quasi not anymore at this point. He blows it a lot. He Well, exactly. When it comes down to it, when they need him, when they need to depend on him, they can't depend on him.
1: And it's annoying, but I kind of appreciate it, too. Because I don't take the easy way out in having, like, him being the wonder child that saves the day. Like, he's not perfect. I mean, shit, he's five years old. Yeah, you can't throw this kid into a war and expect him to operate.
0: Right. He Mm. just doesn't have the emotional capacity at all to to deal with this stuff. He's five.
2: So, so you... Throw him in the woods. <laughs> Survive on his own.
0: Right.
1: Where the where the most gut-wrenching thing he's ever experienced is the death of a robot. And, <laughs> and the dinosaur. And the dinosaur. Yeah, but that's kind of a big difference mm. between fighting aliens. That's true. So it's- well let, let's talk about the fight here with
0: Nappa and Vegeta because he does pull through at a couple points. Unfortunately, is it almost too late? Is it too little too late? Well look at how many people yeah. died. Exactly. Yeah,
2: he he freezes up at several key moments. Piccolo has to jump in and protect him because he's too scared to get out of the way of Nappa's attack.
0: Right. The one big one there was um, Piccolo and Kududin do that, like, massive attack on Nappa, and they're slamming him down out of the air. They leave Gohan on the ground to, I guess, blast him as he's flying down, but he chickens out and runs behind a rock. I mean, you kind of can't blame him, but... No, you can't... You kind of can, you kind of can. Right.
1: What I would have liked to have seen explored is if Gohan really understood the fact that he was kind of somewhat responsible for the deaths of a lot of people by his inability to act. That's interesting. But they never, you know, obviously it's Dragon Ball, so it's not going to be rocket science, you know, <laughs> delving deep into the psyche of all the characters. But I, I would have been a messed up five-year-old knowing that, gee, my mentor got killed because I just
0: stood there. Yeah, there's the one moment That's where guilt. there's the one moment where he's uh, standing there next to Tension Han, and he's lost the arm, and Chadsu blown himself up, and Tension Han's getting ready to launch that Kikoho, and Gohan's kind of watching him and kind of trying to talk to him, but you can see that like he just can't comprehend what's going on. And uh, then we have the death of Piccolo, and Gohan does kind of lose it a little bit there. Unfortunately, it's another one of those instances where it's. It's not enough, and it's too short, too brief.
1: And he never goes back and recalls this later on. No. Which is, uh, it would have been interesting if they did.
0: I mean, he's starting to be able to control it. He seems to be more aware of what he's doing at the moment. But like you said, he can't recall it. He can't do it again when he needs to unfortunately well and then you know vegeta kills napa so all we're <laughs> left with <laughs> is goku fighting vegeta and gohan doesn't play too huge of a part in this i mean we've got kurudun and yajirobe and goku they're all kind of battling vegeta at this point but Goku's really the one who handles it so gohan's more or less off to the sidelines here he's a spectator yeah well as is quite prevalent throughout all shonen shows We have the spectators off to the side, telling us what is going on with the fight. Yes.
2: Well, I mean, we have to have someone providing plot exposition. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, come on. The narrator can't be there all the time.
0: (laughs) As much as I wish he would be. (laughs) All right. So we're pretty much done with the Vegeta fight at this point, and we're moving into the Namek stuff and the Frieza storyline. Now, this whole storyline with Frieza is obviously going to have to be a culmination of everything that has happened with Goku up to this point. I mean, Goku's been the main character for, you know, the 153 episodes and then the 30-odd episodes up to this and all of the manga. Mm-hmm. Goku's really the main character. Yeah, so about 200 chapters of manga. Yeah. You have to have the focus on Goku. At the same time, we've been introduced to all of these Gohan things. They can't, you know, drop it and not explore any of that. So what I like about the Frieza storyline is that they have to focus on Goku, but they do all these hints at Gohan over the course of the story. And they do still build upon what they've been building up. And that ultimately leads into the Cell Arc. But let's, let's stay with Frieza for a bit and talk about these things. I, he's taking off and he's training on his way to Namek. Is there anything real significant in, in here?
1: Yeah, learn telepathy somewhere along the way. Yes. <laughs> <I
2: guess. laughs> well, the, the image training is, I don't know, they're like imagining the other person. But somehow they seem to have that connection going on in right. the spaceship. I don't know why that is.
1: It seems quite a lot, you know, for Gohan to go from training in the woods to mind training. Like, it just seems like really, really quickly, not necessarily his skill level, but his ability to train, I guess, and understand the importance of training kind of increased.
0: Well, maybe that that fight there on Earth really uh, snapped it with him. It's like,
1: maybe I don't want to be a pussy
0: noble. (laughs) He's being thrown into the situation. He... This is something I really like to explore with Gohan and all sorts of things we do. He's forced to grow up.
1: That's true. That's a sad childhood. You got the mom trying to make him, you know, a scholar. Yeah, he might not necessarily want to do that, and mm-hmm. he's thrown into all these fights. It's not like Goku's
0: making him go into these fights, but you know he's around and he's he a fight. <laughs> he wanted to go.
1: That's true.
0: Alright, so let's let's place Gohan on Namek at this point. There's a few instances, you know. I know we've talked about this before. Every one of your favorite parts of this is everyone sneaking around and mm-hmm. the Dragon Balls. One of the scenes that comes to mind for me is when Dodoria and Frieza and all of them are terrorizing that Namekian village, and Gohan snaps and he gets in there. And at least in the anime, he uh, does that punch to Dodoria and saves Dende. I mean, sure, Cargo's already dead at this point, but at least he can save one of them. Yeah,
1: (laughs) He just (laughs) wants a friend his age. That's true. It's very selfish. Or
0: height. He just wants a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Poor (laughs) Karidi. Well, he's too old. Uncle (laughs) Karidi.
2: Well, you said height.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For me, this is one of the few, or first, rather, instances where Gohan stands up for himself and for someone else and... Sticks with it. And without anyone telling him to. He stands his ground. Well, is telling him the exact opposite. He's saying, bitch, get down. What are you doing? Uh, so I really, really love that scene. That does a lot for me. And we continue onwards and onwards. And I guess up until everyone starts fighting Frieza, there's not a whole lot he, he stands up to Vegeta a little bit. Uh, I'm thinking of the scene right, where right. the He's Dragon Ball is hidden. Right. Uh, I mean, he gets kneed pretty well. That's a real creepy scene. Yeah. Vegeta's yeah. face.
2: <laughs>
0: that's just the bad animation day talking about Well, that too. Oh, dear. But So Gohan's starting to grow a spine. Mm-hmm. I guess that's really where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to get into Gohan fighting Frieza?
2: If you'd like. I mean, could we talk about him fighting the Ginyus first?
0: Oh, absolutely. I totally forgot about them. Not that they're forgettable, because they're not. (laughs) Gohan, (laughs) take it away.
2: Okay, well, Gohan fights, and uh, he kind of doesn't do so hot. He does manage to save Vegeta at one point, but then he pretty much gets his neck broken. Um, Oh, that sucks. But again,
0: this is another case of the spine there. He keeps getting back up. I mean... Raccoon's kicking his ass to all holy hell. But he keeps getting up and he's staggering forward and he's kind of talking to himself. But, <laughs> but he's in there and he won't back down. I guess then he gets his neck broken. And that's it for a while. <laughs> so shall we move on to the Frieza stuff? Sure. All right. Uh, we were actually just fast forwarding through a couple of things to refresh on the Frieza stuff. We continue to go into these. You know, I have a spine now. I'm standing up for people. And... What we just fast-forwarded through was Gohan versus Form 3 Frieza, and it's – I was saying it's a reversal of roles. Piccolo's the one getting beaten down. Uh, Frieza's doing those multiple death beam things and kind of kicking his ass in the midair there. Gohan snaps. He flies up in the air, and he unleashes this – I guess you'd call it a Misenko – and uh, Frieza gets pushed down and down. He's kind of scared at this point. The best part during a fast-forwarding was seeing Frieza
1: in denial.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's sweat-dropping, and he's saying, uh, I'm not actually scared of this Stupid legend about the Super Saiyan, but but I might as well get rid of them while they're here, and they're they're, in, they're just a nuisance, and I don't like seeing him. It is just ridiculous. Yeah, sure. Who are you convincing? Like there, I'm not
1: bud? too familiar with these episodes, so it was kind of shocking to see how really in denial Frieza <laughs> is. Like, I mean, I knew he always kind of was, but.
0: That was just absurd. It was like, who are you fooling? So Gohan is launching it here. I mean, ultimately, Frieza's just too strong for him. But Gohan, and he looked much more in control and aware of what he was doing at this point. He's no longer, you know, eyes rolled back in his head and launching these attacks. He's He's got a purpose. He's got a plan. It's not the greatest plan.
1: <laughs> he also got very strong very quickly, yeah. you know, being, you know, knocked to near death and then oh, fine we, again. <laughs> we
0: totally skipped over something here. The unleashing of hidden powers. A certain old fat dude. Old man roaming people's heads. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> yeah. Saito-ro-sama. He, uh... He, I don't know what he's doing, but apparently he's... I told you what he's doing!
1: He's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say he's... He's, like, taking the barriers off of Rock Lee. Ah. Oh, look at Mike drawing the Naruto comparisons here. Not really, but this is what I like to think it is. He's taking off a barrier that Gohan has, and he lets him kind of exploit whatever power he's got lying dormant there. And this is what's allowed him to do, you know, the Ginyu fight, and fighting against Frieza here. So... Like I mentioned before, this story is all about Goku. So Gohan doesn't get a whole lot of screen time in what he does. And when he is on the screen, it's usually in conjunction with either Kurudin or Piccolo or Dende. So he's just kind of there. But they're hinting at things within Gohan that they're going to come back and reference later even more. Is there anything in the rest of the Frieza arc? There's a great scene, it's actually filler, Um, after Goku's been knocked down by Frieza, and this is the whole rumor of, oh, did Frieza kill Goku and Namek? No, he didn't. Goku's just lying underneath <laughs> the ground there. In the anime filler scene, Gohan comes back, and he launches this huge Masenko on Frieza. It's another, you know, Frieza's scared and in denial thing. But uh I like that that they they continue to reference this. But again, it's all about Goku. Yeah. I want to talk about the ending of the Frieza storyline though, because as a lot of people know, this was one of the theoretical I'm the author and maybe I'd like to, you know, end the story soon. Points. Mm-hmm. So let's consider for a moment that this was the end of the series.
1: That would be a crappy way to
0: end the series. <laughs> See, I actually think this would be one of the best ways to end the series.
1: Well, if he did some things differently, maybe. But if well, it just hard ended the way we know it, well, it would be here's like, what?
0: It wouldn't be the way we know it. Because as far as we know, Goku actually died on Namek. Mm-hmm. The power, mm-hmm. you know, the legend, the Super Saiyajin destroyed. I mean, he's dead. So that leaves Gohan literally as the successor to, you know, his planet, his heritage, and sure you got Vegeta, but Gohan's been the one built up this whole time to take over the reins. And if the story were to end there, everything would have been fulfilled.
1: True. It would have been, I don't know, a lot more uh, legendary,
0: I guess. Exactly. And uh, you can tell that Toriyama was building up to this the whole time. But unfortunately, or fortunately, I say fortunately because I really enjoy this arc. the story continues onward from there. It's popularity is its own undoing. So herein lies the problem. We've now built up Gohan to be the successor character. He's, he's taking over. But now the story's continuing. You can't get rid of the main character, Goku's back. How do you deal with this? And herein lies the entire Cell storyline. You give Goku a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I like about it is the Cell arc really is about Goku. The whole thing is the Red Ribbon Army coming back to haunt him. And what they do with it is... Despite it being about Goku, it's a Gohan story arc. Yeah, Goku's not in the forefront. He is for a little bit, but that's because they need to introduce, you know, the whole backstory of it. But you're right, it very quickly turns into the Gohan show. But
1: even then, I mean, up until the Cell games, Gohan isn't in a lot of those episodes. No, he's not. I mean, he is. He's just kind of there in the background. Now I'm thinking back to, like, the Android stuff and early Cell stuff. Everyone's got a lot of FaceTime.
0: Exactly. So... I don't know really what I want to say about this, because it's like, are they trying to mislead you? And we've got Trunks in all of this, too. True. So we're introducing more characters, and Trunks has literally the exact same heritage that Gohan does. His father's a Saiyajin, his mother's an Earthling. And then you've got the whole deal with, well, who's got the greater potential? Who's going to take over here? We know Trunks is already a super Saiyajin. At the beginning of the cell arc, Gohan is not. And it kind of takes some prodding with him to get to that point. I was thinking they don't really do
1: anything with Gohan or even remotely put him into the spotlight until they throw him into the room of spirit and time. And then at that point on, it's like full force Gohan. Like, okay, now it's time for you to be a man.
0: Let's talk about Goku's motivations here for a little bit.
1: Not die?
0: (laughs) Something, I'll reference a boo thing here. Goku says later on the Boo saga, he wants to let someone else save the planet. He needs to, because he can't be there forever. Is he kind of doing the same thing for the first time here with Gohan? I think so. He definitely mm. sees something in Gohan that no one else does. No one believes him.
1: I mean, it eventually comes to that. Right. Obviously. So Gohan, Goku, rather, is preparing well in advance. So he's kind of smarter than we give him
0: credit for. That's true. <laughs> I think he's a smart fighter, just not a smart person. Julian, do you have anything to elaborate on this point with Goku's motivations? Because I kind of just threw it out there.
2: Well, I think Goku realizes that Gohan really needs to, you know, become more than himself and yeah. kind of take over the reins. Yeah. Um. That kind of gets discarded later on, but whatever.
0: Right now, what I like about the Cell arc, and this is kind of debatable in the Buu storyline, I really consider this the storyline where someone truly, <laughs> truly surpasses Goku. Well, once he actually gets fighting, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the very end of the Cell Arc with Super Saiyajin 2. But, I mean, yeah, we've got Gotenks and we've got the Fusions and stuff later on. Technically, yeah, they're all stronger than Goku. But this is, you know, a single character advances well beyond Goku and no one else can touch him. I was going to
1: say how Mm -hmm. far above Goku because I think it's... You know, pretty clear at one point that Vegeta is stronger than Goku. That, that's true. But not like to the point that it's uh, too significant.
0: So, right now, I guess we're talking about all the um, extra stages of Super Saiyajin. The so called ultra or ultimate stages. Is that what you're
1: bringing in here? Um, I'm mostly hmm. thinking, like, even earlier than that, but yeah, you have a point with that as well. well but for... that stage has its right. downside, which yeah. is why Goku didn't pursue it.
0: <laughs> well, we have a whole lot going on here. We have Goku <laughs> lying in bed for a while, so that gives everyone else a chance to catch up. I think that's what I mean. You know what? That's exactly what I mean. Because actually, first, Piccolo's the strongest for a while after he merges with Kami. Yeah. He's well beyond everyone. He probably. Terra Vegeta, a new one at this point. He was strong for two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, we have everyone going back and forth between the Room of Spirit and Time. But, I mean, let's give Goku the credit. He's the one who really, in the end, after everyone's given the same opportunity to do everything, Goku's in the lead.
1: True, because he knew well enough not to do anything with that stage. Right. So even you know when there's the point that Trunks is stronger than Vegeta, even at that point, Goku is still... He knows. He knows that it's this useless. This isn't worth it.
0: And that's when they bring in this whole idea of full power super Saiyajin, which is um, kind of make it your natural state and get used to it and use that to its full advantage. And I wonder
1: if it's easier for Gohan as a half Saiyajin.
0: That's an interesting point, mm-hmm. too. Ooh. I, I don't know if there's anything else to say about it other no, than to just toss just it that's just speculation. Out there. Right. <laughs> there's no proof. <laughs> well, I guess we're really up to the Cell fight itself. Um, well, Go- yeah. Gohan comes Sorry. out with Goku. I love the whole part where Goku is fighting Cell. Everyone's very impressed. Everyone's going, oh, Goku's going to win. Gohan's going, is that it? Is that, <laughs> is, is that all my dad can do? Gohan's confused as to why everyone else is so impressed and happy.
2: Well, that shows that Gohan is maybe at a different level.
0: Right. So do we think at this point even Gohan's stronger than Goku without even... He's not even aware of it. He's just watching
1: it, realizing something's wrong, but I don't think he realizes, oh, I'm noticing this because I'm that much better than
0: (laughs) you. (laughs) I think some of what Goku's doing is showing Gohan how Cell's fighting, kind of techniques and what you'd need to do. But very clearly, Goku, you know, would not have been able to beat Cell. So Gohan's got something going on here.
2: Well, it's obvious that Goku wants Gohan to surpass his own limits. And it, it takes a while, but eventually Gohan does. And I think Goku's kind of uh, maybe... Well, everybody else is very concerned <laughs> that oh, yeah. Goku's lost his mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Gohan is extremely reluctant. Right. There's the whole dialogue between him and Cell where Gohan's like, I, I hurt people when I get angry.
1: You are not <laughs> angry when I'm angry. But eventually when Gohan does snap, he becomes one confident mofo.
0: Overconfident. Yeah. Mm.
1: But it's still such a different side of him. Like that's that's pretty insane. We were we're used to like humble, shy Gohan uncertain (laughs) gohan and then you're here you have this kid who's like i want to wipe the floor with you i'm going to make
0: heads explode yeah (laughs) hi i'm gohan perhaps you know me from fist of the north star (laughs) (sighs) i want to go with this um very confident side of gohan for a second because ultimately it kills his father true you got a little bit of the vegeta cockiness in him
2: i want him to suffer
0: not such a smart move. This is bloodthirst that we haven't seen since really Vegeta.
2: It's not really bloodthirst though. He wants Cell to pay, but it, I That's think it's true. also I think it's also the Saiyan effect. Kind of like definitely. He's he's getting into the fight to the point where he wants to prolong it. It's the same thing that got Vegeta in trouble with Cell earlier when he right. kind of let Cell lead himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really think the Saiyan side of him is kind of um, prodding along this. Thirst for revenge I guess and it's stuff kind of on. a
1: uh, you know a, a negative side to transforming into level two well the
0: whole thing <laughs> is it's it's triggered by um, kind Hate. of rage and hatred and just yeah. over emotions and is that controlling him at this point it kind of is obviously because Goku dies because of it but after Goku dies Gohan kind of knows what he needs to do. But he kind of doesn't at the same time. When he's fighting Cell, Gohan's afraid he's going to blow up the planet. And it, <laughs> and it takes Goku spiritually telling him, you have to let loose. You have to do this.
2: Yeah, and that's where you get the neat father and son effect, kinda of the in the manga too, where you have right. kind of the silhouette well not the silhouette, but the uh sort of transparent kind of Goku behind Gohan right. mirroring the moves with him almost like he's kinda of backing him up from the other side. It's
1: it's kind of a beautiful father and son moment. Now if the series had ended here, Gohan truly would have been, you know, obviously in your face, the true successor. This but... would have
0: completely fulfilled Every bit of story, they have been building up the entire length of the story.
1: Like, ending it at Frieza would have been ending it with the hints there, but ending it here would have been... This literally spelled it out right for the viewers. Like,
0: look! Gohan! Savior of the world! And honestly, at this point, um, what stage he's in, they haven't even called it Super Saiyan 2. Those names don't come in until later. So as far as we know, Gohan, as this half Saiyajin, half Earthling, mm-hmm. has just surpassed his father in some kind of... He's God! <laughs> He's God. God is oh, dead oh at dear. this point. <laughs> yes,
2: I have, a, I have a feeling Kami-sama would be fairly impressed.
0: <laughs> yes, I agree. So really, the story ends here and we're done. It's, it's a fully complete story in every way. Now, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Dragon Ball Z, Gohan goes to high school. Now, Don't. this is a question I want to propose to the two of you. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We have this bloodthirsty Gohan from the Cell Arc. Now we have Gohan in high school, and it is this character, Gohan, that is used to transition the Cell Arc into the Boo Arc. Now, logically, you kind of have to. Goku's dead. So who are you going to go with? Obviously, Gohan's the quote-unquote main character now we've kind of hinted at this in the past and i'd like to do maybe we'll we'll talk about it right now how the boo storyline is almost a completely different dragon ball z than the saiyajin arc through the cell arc and gohan's used to transition this does it work i think ultimately no not this version of
1: gohan anyway but Mm -hmm. i don't know how else they could have done it Right, I think because the Boo arc feels like such a different series and, you know, this is just mm-hmm. me, it, just because it's different doesn't make it bad, Right. but to me, I didn't enjoy the Boo stuff as much as everything else, so I'm going to say, you know, squeaky clean, happy school Gohan isn't enough to yeah. save the series.
2: Well, I mean, if you think about it, he spent now seven years. Right, it's been seven no, years. Un- under his mother's tutelage. True. And right. he hasn't. he's let his training go to pot because he isn't a fighter by nature like his father is. Right. And maybe that wasn't the message his father intended to send him, but, you know, peace tends to do that to people. Yeah. They get complacent. Right. And they go to school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they play sports and they jump too high. And they go
1: on (laughs) on dates with girls.
0: Well, let's briefly just go over this whole uh, great Siaman arc. Mm Gohan's in high school... He's a nice guy. He's still trying to use his powers, for, you know, for good. Yeah. What do we have going on here? Is there anything interesting with regards to his character? I personally love the great Siaman arc, but
1: I don't think it would have been able to carry no. the the rest of it, which they obviously didn't. I mean, right. they move on.
2: Right. I think in some ways it's uh, Toriyama kind of riffing on number one superhero with secret identity right. kind of stories, both American comics and Japanese. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, he's I don't know, He feel, it feels like he's trying to break the mold to be different. Yeah. Um, now, I, I've heard stories, you know, he was pressured by other people to get back to Goku and things. I mean, the the, Sai, the Saiyaman arc is very short in the manga. Right. He It's his second mission, and Videl already figures out who he is. It's <laughs> just not an idiot.
0: <laughs> well, we should also note that Toriyama isn't, I mean, he's not known for the action series previously. No. He's known for Dr. Slump. He's, he's known, known for, for characters... Comedy. With poop on sticks poking each other,
2: <laughs> exactly, and, and blatant fourth wall breaking, and exactly, you know, let's let's mention Ultraman and <laughs> Ultimate Muscle and all those fun things,
0: right? And this is what's used to transition Gohan making brains come out of characters into Majin Buu dancing around.
2: Yeah, well, and it, I don't know, it's it's a it's a weird transition. I think Toriyama was kind of like, okay, where do I go now? Right. And just kind of pulling things out as he went along. Well, this seems like it might be interesting. Oh, that doesn't work. Let's use this instead. (laughs) Okay, that didn't work. Let's... uh, Okay, Gohan, you're in again. Um, Okay, that's not working.
0: Now, for me, this once again feels like it's the Saiyajin and Frieza arc, where Goku comes back to being the main focus, kind of in and out a little bit, but ultimately it's him. And we get more and more of these hints at additional hidden powers of Gohan, And he kind of gets his chance to shine once or twice, but it ends up going back to Goku because he's the main character. So it feels like, well, was all of that build up with Gohan a waste? I think in the previous stuff, fans might have accepted
1: it more, but I think at this point, I don't know why the fans in Japan, they're just like, hey, give us our Goku. Goku oh, are they so adverse to change? <laughs> it's like they don't want to see a different main character. Like, If that's what he wants to do as an author, go on ahead. But they, wow,
0: that's like scary pressure. I mean, there just seems like there's a lot of reluctance in the author at this point. He's shifting back and forth with who he wants to focus on. We almost have Gotenks as the winner for a while. <laughs> that's who <laughs> Goku wanted to is a winner win. in my heart. <laughs> In your heart. So, I guess I'll ask once again, does this ruin the buildup we've had with Gohan over the last four, five, six years at this point? Again,
1: I'm going to be negative and think that it kind of does. Yeah? Because, yeah, Toriyama has all this buildup in the Boo arc. Like, and correct me if this isn't an actual phrase, I'm just an internet phrases, Mystic Gohan... Where did that come from?
0: That's that's kind of an internet. Okay. Well, I don't know thing. what else yeah. to call that. The Daizenshu calls him like Saikyo no Gohan. Or... Saikyo like no Gohan.
2: The, the strongest ever ultimate right. kind of
0: guy. Now this is after he's received that another power up from someone that unleashes his quote unquote See, hidden powers. at this
1: point Toriyama is blatantly reusing he's out of plot points, which is why I think <laughs> this kind of fails again. Like, right. I don't think it's inherently a Gohan
0: problem. I think it's a writing problem. <laughs> And again, I have to bring up—he doesn't write this stuff, so he doesn't know what to do.
1: I think he, I think he did pretty damn well, yeah, like with, with
0: androids and up until all, this point, point and all that well. other stuff.
1: But it's like, okay, well, I've done robots, I've done aliens. Ah, I gotta go back to power-ups,
0: <laughs> artificial power-ups. And this was really the big one for Gohan after he comes back to Earth with this, you know, power-up. He's fighting the Boo that's absorbed. Uh, at this point, he's absorbed uh, Piccolo and I guess Gotenks and. Then he gets absorbed himself. Uh, he's built up. He, he's gonna win, right? No. It, then he gets absorbed. <laughs> That's why it all feels so cheap. It does. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Gohan drops his earring. Oh dear. <laughs> That's right. Goku wanted to fuse with Gohan, which would have led to so many. I'm sure it has led to so many interesting stories and doujinshi and I shudder. Ew. Oh and then Gohan's tossed aside, and what's he doing at the end? He's helping the kids get everyone to donate to the Dama. Hmm. Gohan, where are you? What are you doing where, what are you you're, you're tossed aside He's not tossed aside as much as the regular human characters right but but those regular human characters weren't
1: built up to be the new main character of the right. show, which is why when it happens to gohan it's kind of it's a letdown. it's kind of blatant <laughs> and yeah you like really. You said, notice Yeah, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Wasn't he supposed to be badass?
0: Mm, Yeah. Um, The bad animation days don't help either. (laughs) There's some really gorgeous animation days, too. There's some great ones. There's some really bad ones later on in the Boo era. Well, we're pretty much at the end of Z. I mean, I'm not going to take it much into GT because I was really wanting to focus on the original author's idea of the character. (laughs) and He doesn't do much in GT anyways. Mm. We ultimate power
2: up. Wait a second. He's going super psychic. Isn't he already (laughs) at the peak of his power?
0: i uh, Forget about it. Not a okay. problem.
2: Forget about it.
0: Forget about it. So, uh, ignore GT. We're at the end of Z. All right. Well, that's Gohan.
2: Yay! So, okay.
1: Gohan, in a nutshell, is essentially failure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not, not literally. Today's experiment. It's <laughs> I mean, failed. Gohan as hero equals failed but the buildup but Go- is great
2: yes but gohan as academic equals success <laughs> that's true All i'm sure classes. he i'm sure he must be published in many academic journals in the dragon world he puts dinner on the table. Be.
0: what is he studying do we know i don't think we know. Uh, probably he's probably a scholar he's, <laughs> he, 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 he's studying smart people <laughs> I don't think he's actually reading anything scholarly. He's probably just reading jump, you know, like you open up a textbook and you put some comics inside and Gohan, oh, what are you dear. doing? Oh, I'm studying mom. I'm breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> oh, there's Gohan. This is going to lead to quite some interesting comments. I can't wait to hear what other people think about Gohan. So hop over to the forum on the website, Daizenju EX. With every episode, we have a response thread, and we really want to hear what you guys think about the content, the things that we've said, things that we've left out. If you think we missed something really important to Gohan's character arc, let us know. How does it impact what we said, what we missed, his character? Tell us everything. So head on over to the website and check out the thread. Well, uh shall we move on, guys? we got some stuff to do. What's next? Sure. Oh, it's, it's Julian me. and it's, his ABCs. It's our resident scholar. <laughs> Julian's yes, a pretty students. cool guy. he's a scholar <laughs> Julian. Your letter for this week is the letter o now oh. I, oh. I i I know what the joke is gonna be because last week the letter was n and you said Naruto. and this week the letter is o and oh my goddess I <laughs> <laughs> got you. <laughs> what uh, nothing
2: <laughs> okay never mind yeah. uh, yes obviously i could say one piece <laughs> and there you go J- just because volume 43 of one piece comes out in september
0: did you just say 43 it, it has yes. surpassed
1: as in graphic novel form 43 yes holy frick i remember when it was at like like 29 mm. and i was Come like wow me. that's a lot <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, it's it's still fewer chapters than Dragon Ball because each chapter is longer. Oh, okay. But um, page count still. is longer than Dragon Ball. Man, uh-huh. Otis so that's is pretty... drawn
1: away. <laughs> There's another o Drawn, word. drawn, drawn.
2: Yeah, well, in another year, he'll be actually at 10 years, so that's pretty impressive. But <laughs> oh my God. anyway, um, but this isn't Dragon Ball, so let's get back to that, shall we? <laughs> oh, yes. My,
0: that show. Letter O, what you got for us this week.
2: I thought I would actually tackle something for Movie 13, since this was fairly recent in terms of the release in the U.S. Indeed. And the word is "orgol," which is the music box type thingy that oh. appears. Now, I've for a long time I saw on fan sites something like All Goal, and I'm like, what's that? Then I realized after doing some extensive, you know, searching of the kana for that, and looking around, that it was, in fact, Orgel, which I, if I'm not mistaken, is a German word, which means music box. Ah. So that would be multiple
1: German phrases in that, well, German-ish phrases. And
2: I just found it really funny, like, people were making a big deal about this thing that turned out to just have an ordinary name, (laughs) (laughs) but maybe that's just me. And I just thought I'd throw that out there because it does pertain to something fairly recent in terms of U.S. Dragon Ball releases. And I was too lazy to actually look at characters or attacks.
0: That's okay. <laughs> that works. It's very interesting. It's I did not know o. that. Yay. So I think what we'll do is uh, you'll give me all the necessary uh, Kana and stuff, and I'll post that up in the forum thread, too, in the show notes. And okay. And we can uh, read it together. We'll read okay. together. How much fun is that? Is that it? I think so. All right. It's time for Thanks. Mary and her top five list. Well, Mary, your top five list this week, we're kind of basing on our topic.
1: Yes, actual
0: relevance, as in, with in, as in with actual relevance? Huh? An actual relevance. I like that phrase. Yes.
1: I like how Julian's tied into a recent release, and I tie into the topic.
0: Fantastic. Well, your top five list this week is... The top five Gohan fights. Yes. It's very tough
1: because (laughs) Gohan fights a lot, but he doesn't (laughs) doesn't
0: fight well a lot, (laughs) making this list kind of difficult. Indeed. Well, uh, let's get right on into it. Your number five Gohan fight. Number five
1: can't even be considered a fight, but he inflicts pain, so I guess it is a fight. (laughs) It's uh, when he bursts out in uh, one of his earliest flashes of anger and rage and strength and punches a pretty nasty dent in, in uh, Ranitz's armor. He's and a headbutter. Yep. Probably destroyed some inner organs. <laughs> Internal Ooh. bleeding up the yin-yang.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the, the face that Radis makes you know, after that oh, is pretty... so good.
0: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the that's gonna wow, be a <laughs> screenshot for
1: this <laughs> one. <laughs> that's, that's fully what I was intending. <laughs> like I'm going to pick this one for number five just because I want to take that screen cap.
0: In case you guys don't know, um, if you download the podcast and don't check out the site, we do screenshots for everything on Mary's Top 5 list, so make sure you go check those out. So you're missing out on sexy, colorful images. Indeed. Well, how about the number four fight? This is actually a couple fights.
1: Yeah, this is... Uh, this ties into what we were talking about earlier with uh, the multiple times that Gohan fights Frieza during the Frieza arc. And like you mentioned earlier in the actual episode, there was a pretty interesting reversal of roles in that Gohan is rescuing Piccolo from the brink of destruction right? rather than Mr. Piccolo saves Gohan for the 80th time. And I guess,
0: again, it's, it's not so much a fight as it is a quick flurry of attacks, but they're significant when they happen.
1: And it's significant... You know, character-wise, again, like we were saying before, he's finally growing a spine. Mm. So it's significant not because it's particularly explosive, but it's, you know, one of the few times... Early on that Gohan's fighting because he's finally deciding he wants to and he can and he has to.
0: Right on, sister. (laughs) Number three. Number three is just eye candy. Breaking the mold here. (laughs) There's
1: nothing significant about this character-wise. It's just damn hot to look at. It's uh, pretty much Gohan fights a band of pirates.
0: (laughs) 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 Gohan, Tai! Kaizuku! Hajime! (laughs) movie nine the entirety of movie nine
1: the entirety of movie nine fighting bojack and his crew taking on those nasty gang of uh pirate misfits <laughs> with their baggy pants and their bandanas and whatnot. He, yeah. he lets them have it. Yeah, and he looks good in the process. He does. He's so a nice but, uh, underage boy there.
0: Yeah, like you said, there's not much more to it. He uh, uh, looks he looks good.
1: Although, the end of the movie when he's just strutting really slowly breaking all those threads that mm. Bido, is that his name, I think?
0: Bido uh pujan
1: he, He's just walking so slow and then right in the middle of him walking he goes super sides ah! too yeah And it's he doesn't like, from a standing position. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess he would anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's doing it from well, a walking position.
2: Masako Nozawa's screams are so fun. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Just because she... I think she kind of shows her age with those, but... <laughs> That's they're, all right. They're still, they're still good within the context of the character.
0: They are. Oh, let's keep going, Mary. How about number two?
1: Number two is also eye candy. No, I
0: have an attachment to this one. <laughs> I know, you do.
1: But this is one of the... And I think I did a... A reference to this in a past top list. I can't remember exactly. But what I like about this fight is that you feel some of these hits. Hell yeah. And I'm talking about Gohan versus Majin Buu. Uh, Super Buu, I guess it is at this point. And this was, and I remember one of the few moments later on in my fan sub, um, you know, buying the tapes. Late in that period in my life, I remember buying those tapes, watching these episodes, and for the first time in a long time, being damn enthralled with a fight. Yeah, like at mm. this point, I was buying the the boo tapes and being like, okay, it's cute, go Tinks and whatever.
0: Still going, but but <laughs>
1: this fight, I was like, holy shit. Johan's hot now, and those oh those hits in the animation, and and those panning shots. He got a good day, he did.
0: right after he got one of the worst animation yeah. days.
1: So I guess I can just um, specifically refer to this one episode, <laughs> <laughs> the one episode during this fight that looked good. Good deal. Number two.
0: Now, the number one fight, this is an obvious one. Yeah, Yeah.
1: sorry for my lack of originality, but what else am I going to pick? Obviously,
2: it's going to be getting... Dende out of there on Namek, right? Yeah, right?
0: Obviously, it's it's Gohan versus the waterfall in the first episode, right?
2: Oh, oh, oh right, right.
0: Oh no, well, I'm sorry. It's
1: Gohan versus his drunken hallucinations.
0: <laughs> Gohan <laughs>
1: against himself. Gohan versus the singing dinosaur.
0: No, Mary, this is
1: Gohan versus Cell. Of course, it is. Yay! What well, needs to be said? Not much. It, it's
0: at this point you've listened to the, you know the topic in the podcast. Yeah. yeah, pretty much.
1: And this is the highlighted DBZ for most people right here, so yeah. it's obvious that it's number one. And it's damn well
0: animated too.
1: Actually, some of it's really <laughs> some of not. It's not after having recently completed a video using this footage. That's true. Um, I was pretty disappointed at how bad some of these episodes look. When it look. needs to
0: look good, it does. It
1: does. And that's good enough. And even when it looks bad, it's still kind of well animated, so it serves our purposes pretty well. <laughs> that's
0: true. <laughs> but that's just nitpicky. <laughs> Editor in me. Good deal. Well, thank you, Mary, for your top five lists. You're welcome. And we're going to carry on into releases. Well, it's the end of August, and yep. there's nothing coming out. But September is soon, and what's coming out in September is at the beginning of September. So we should probably mention it. Yep, Julian, what's the first thing coming out?
2: September 4th, you have the next volume of the DBZ Ani manga, Ginyu and Super Saiyajin. This is volume 5, I believe, for this arc. And it's starting to get into a bit later. I'm not sh- I don't remember if the Ginyu Force is going to be introduced, but who cares? It's redundantly redundant, <laughs> as I've said before.
0: People love that phrase.
2: <laughs> yes, but it's going to be 710 yen if you're really interested in checking it out. But I say go with the manga or... Go with the uh, anime, but not the in between.
0: Good deal. Hey, Mary. Yes, What's sir. What's coming out on September 6th? September 6th,
1: for all you AV whores out there, is DBZ Region 2 DVDs, Volume 31, 32, and 33. This covers a hefty chunk of episodes. Hmm, this covers some very relevant episodes. Yes. <laughs> Everything's relevant. Is that the secret word for today's episode? Yes. Relevant. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Well, wow, Mike, that'll go over your head. Anyway, <laughs> episodes 178 through 195 are included across these three discs. These cost about 4,000 yen a pop. Yeah, just under.
0: Around $36, oh, 37 dollars.
2: Expensive Japanese DVDs. But they look so Lark.
0: good. This I is know. pretty much the entire uh, Cell Game arc. So a good yep. deal.
2: Then Yeah, because 195, I think, is the first episode of the Anoyuchi Budokai, right?
0: Indeed so. Well, so I think that, so.
2: Well yeah, because it's like one ninety five to one ninety nine ish. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I guess I'll keep going here. On September twelfth, finally coming out in the US after a little bit of a delay, despite Funimation selling it at conventions, we have, well, Dragon Ball Z Movie thirteen. you can Goku Ga Yaru. How's that?
2: Um, okay. Goku <laughs> Yeah,
0: I can't say as fast as you can, but mm. I'm you weren't pretty- too bad. Alright. Dragon Fist Explosion. If Goku won't do it, who will? Uh, Wrath of the Dragon? Whatever. So, DBZ Movie 13 coming out from Funimation. Suggested retail price $24.98 and you're silly if you're paying that much. They suggest it, but I won't believe it. <laughs> right Stuff's got it for 18.74, Amazon's got it for 17.49. Believe it or not, Z-Store comes in with a win, 16.24. <laughs> because it's like a race. And for the win, <laughs> Z-Store. 16.24. Unfortunately, at the finish line, Z-Store stumbles with their shipping price leaving Amazon to cross with the (laughs) (laughs) win. Fair enough. I mean, maybe
2: Funimation feels like since they've kind of already started selling it at conventions, they... Don't care how much they sell it for.
0: And these um, are actually the uh, the pre order prices, but okay. it's not all that much more after it comes out either. I mean you mm-hmm. go to Best Buy, it'll probably be uh nineteen ninety nine at most. Usually they sell yep. the movies for what, seventeen ninety nine actually? We were there today, I don't, I don't remember what they were. Yeah. But then
2: other than that, we also have the Broly yes. movie DVDs. This is a <laughs> triple box set containing movies eight, ten, and eleven, and its official list price is twenty nine ninety eight, um or a more a little bit more than I paid for just movie eight. <laughs> 'Cause I never bothered with the other two. Right. Um, and that's going for twenty two forty nine at Right Stuff, twenty two forty nine at Amazon, and nineteen forty eight at the C store, which again loses just because of the shipping. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, that's but pretty that's... much it.
0: So if you don't already have all three Broly movies, this is going to be the way to get them because it's you know slightly more than a single movie is itself.
1: I like the name of this box set, except that I feel no threat from Broly in movies ten and eleven. <laughs> so it's kind of false advertising, although it is
0: clever marketing. Indeed, yes. so. And uh, as far as I know, that's it for September. But. There may be a couple more things. We'll uh, let you know as it, you know, is September.
1: Maybe they'll decide to re-release the whole series again on DVD Eh, sometime in September.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, we got a couple emails to get to, so let's hit them up. Ah! The first email we have this week is, thank goodness we have an audio email. This is from Kevin in Germany. And hey, what's up, dude?
2: Hi, Mike. Hi, Mary. Hi, Julian. My name's Kevin Hershbach, and I'm from Germany. First, I'd like to say that you're doing a great podcast. I'll love it. Now, I was wondering, what's up with Vegeta's hair color in the anime movies of the Budokai games and sagas? His hair's got a really strong brownish shade. Weren't all Saiyajins supposed to have black hair? Were the animators planning to make Vegeta look more
0: interesting or different from the other Saiyajins? Well, that's it. Bye. Now, Vegeta's uh, brownish-red highlights probably originated, like I think we've mentioned before, in the very beginning of his appearances in the TV series, when as far as we know, there were no color chapters in the manga, so they made up a color, and they guessed wrong.
1: Yeah, at this point there was no reference to all Saiyan hair color being the same, so they kind of
0: figured, hey, brown, brown looks good. Yeah, it looks good. And then Toriyama decided, eh, let's make him black-haired, and everyone <laughs> black-haired. We actually have a quote from Toriyama himself. Now, what this comes from is Toriyama's redesigns of uh, all of Bardock's crewmates. And what he says is the following. My personal thought is that hair here is black, but I also planned for them to have distinguishing features, so I changed them like this. But since it seems like you want the colors to be a little more varied, I won't mind, even if it's not black.
1: What an easygoing guy. He's a pretty cool guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's a pretty cool guy. (laughs) Toriyama. Pretty cool guy. Filming 11. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, he kind of gives his approval, and this is after the fact of Vegeta, but still, we've got Toriyama's approval on that Saiyajin hair. doesn't have to be black if it doesn't need to be. I
1: give Vegeta's hair my blessings.
0: Right. And I think, like we've mentioned before, what they're doing with uh, these latest animations, and I want more of them. It's kind of doing this toss back to what it was. And it's also, you know, they can animate things well now. So they can throw in these nice little highlights and it just looks pretty. Mm. That's really it. Left-o. Right toe? Left toe. Right toe. Right toe, What's Juku. that called? I don't remember. It. It's from GT. I know, I know, but how's it go? I don't want to see all it. All right. Ningen <laughs> wa <laughs> We've got a couple emails here that all seem to relate to the same thing. We had one from, I don't know, Starone? Star1? Probably Star1. One. Star155106 asking about um, Japanese Dragon Ball books. Then we also got an audio email from Damon in Chicago. I'm going to play the audio email.
2: Hello, this is Damon from Chicago. I was recently in a Japanese bookstore browsing their manga section when I came across an orange Dragon Ball reference book. I can't really read kanji, but the cover features Kid Goku and a blue gi riding Shenron alongside Bulma, and the characters at the top label it as a TV anime guide. In any case, it's got me thinking about the multitude of Dragon Ball reference books that have apparently been published in Japan. Can you give us a general rundown of the reference books and the content they might cover, and maybe tell us which titles you feel are of particular merit, along with where we might get them? Thank you.
0: That's a fantastic question. Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to answer your question, though. Hmm. Instead, we're going to dedicate all of next episode to answering your question. You win! (laughs) Yay!
1: The children are rejoicing.
0: So next week, we never do this. We're actually going to, well, we tried once and then squirrels came. (laughs) 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 Next week, you are going to learn all about the daizenshu, all about the color tonkobon, all about landmark and forever and the densetsu books. And the movie guides and the coloring books and all that great stuff. All the reference guides that ever were. Perfect files. The perfect files, thank you. They happen to be sitting right here.
2: And I don't have class that first Friday of the semester, so I can actually, you know, do some preparation.
0: Good deal.
2: I have my reference books in front of me, though, so I guess that's not too hard.
0: Well, me too. They're directly to my right.
2: And I found your reference books as well, and I will get them back to you at some point. You do have the nice shiny reprints. I books. do
0: have the shiny ones, and they smell like new books. It's great.
2: <laughs> the pages aren't
0: ripped out. <laughs> exactly. Yet. They're not falling apart yet. Uh, so there you go, folks. Next week, you're going to learn all about these Japanese reference guides, what's in them, do you need to know Japanese to enjoy them, and all that fun stuff. So, hey, we want to get your emails. Send them to us. Hop over to the website, EX. Over on the left side, there's a button. It says "Contact."
2: Ooh, word.
1: I thought you were gonna say it says "Porn." Free porn in the webmaster. <laughs> Why would it say free porn? We think. are
2: not one of those Dare to sites. Be different?
0: Over on the left, you're gonna see some links. They say full episodes, attack guide, Akira Toriyama, fusion guide, character deaths. Uh, Z cards, Z desktop <Wall papers>. patterns, <laughs>
2: live chat.
0: <laughs> Sorry to keep bringing this up every few episodes, but it's just so damn fun. I know. Look, the oh, contact link—you'll get all the information you need. That's how you send us emails for the show, or just any questions you have for us. Good deal. And that's gonna wrap us up for episode forty. Forty. We've been doing this for forty-one weeks. With Yay! One slight break in there. Dude, at Ninja Scrolls. Ninja Scrolls, indeed. Yes.
2: Ah. And I haven't been in, in all of them, so it will technically be my 40th episode, but it'll be damn close. Indeed, and I, so. And I think that's pretty remarkable, considering that, you know, I've been to Japan and back, and. Hell yeah!
1: That shows your dedication.
2: That, too. <laughs> uh.
0: Mary, where can you be found?
1: I am found at dot Trunks.com. That's the name of the site. It kind is. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> and, yeah. uh. Spelled T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S dot com.
0: That it is, Julian Sensei.
2: Mike and I can be found at Daisenshu EX, which can be typed into your little address bar at www.daisex.com. That's daisex.com. I mentally
0: project where I want to go, and the computer goes there for me. I don't have to type in the address bar. awesome. Anyways, folks... I am Mike Labrie, Vigito EX, for Mary, for Julian, for myself, for all of you out there. I liked you better before you were naked on the internet.
2: I thank for the E-X I'm going to